Welcome back to another episode of From Panther Pits. Sports editor Ben Barkley, staff writer Daniel Stackhouse, once again here, bringing you another episode of the podcast. We got another full play sports coming at you. Spring sports are really just starting to, to pick up some traction. Starting off, going over to Stackhouse, giving us some boys across. All right, so boys across, we have been seeing probably the most success. We usually see a lot of success out of our Stars Middle Spring teams, but boys across in particular has been probably the most successful going undefeated and being recognized as a top six team in the state. Why is that? Well, it's probably because every anytime you go to one of their games, they're super aggressive. They're always take, they're always winning face-offs. They're going in and getting into the other team's territory and scoring points very quickly. And that's been and that's been very crucial in, in their undefeated run so far. What do, you have, what do you think about that, Ben? Absolutely. I mean, boys lacrosse, you know, they've always had good starts. I don't think from my years of cover, of seeing boys lacrosse here, they haven't had this good of a start. I mean, undefeated, there, there's no really arguing about that. That's a really good start. And, you know, hopefully they can really keep this going. You also got, like, on the let's do, do some name dropping. On the first face-offs, you got Brett Berkey and Garrett Munich always being able to get the ball quickly. And then you got, and then you got scores like Luke Restorucci, Cameron Hurd, and yeah, Luke Restorucci, Cameron Hurd, and Addison Long. You got all the, you have such a, you have a such a stacked lineup with these guys that it's so impressive to see how they're doing. But you, but it's as coach told me, it's not about how they how they do now, it's how they do at the end of the year. It's not because the only record that matters is the one at the end of the year. They know that they're gonna have to keep this up, and that's actually something I talked about them with. And here's what he had to say when I talked to him after their big win over Trinity. We just try to pressure the ball to create turnovers, and we try to do it the right way. We can sometimes get out of hand, and it really hurt us, and we end up being in a penalty box like we were a couple of times a day. But the guys are really they're, they're really buying into it about there's a right way and a wrong way to do it. So we just try to pressure the ball, just like people try to do to us. Really good teams against us, they try to pressure the ball. So. How do you keep that pressure system? How do you keep that momentum with the pressure system going throughout the game? Just that's the way we practice. They're used to it at practice, so we pressure each other. So we pressure it, get after it with each other, and then, you know, see how we end up. You know, and sometimes our our practices are as good as our games because we're we're pretty good in a lot of positions. And you can see when we put some of those young guys out there, they can. They can handle the ball and they can then they can pressure. Some of our young poles are pressure. They just get it got to get a little stronger. So, no doubt a fascinating start to this season. Yeah. What do you think? Just give me a rundown how you feel about the state of this team right now. They're in a good place. They know we're real honest with them. They know what our weaknesses are. We work on our weaknesses every day. Every team, I don't care how dominant you seem like you are, you have a weakness. Work on your weaknesses. Play to your strengths. And that's what we do. So we'll see how it goes. We got a long way to go. You know, I think today was our halfway point of our season. We'll see how we got another area game. We got to go to Macon, and then we got a big one on Saturday. So let's see how it is. Let's see how it works. Definitely a lot of optimism going into this latter half of the season, and it's totally warranted. But it's about keeping. It's about keeping this up. I think you'd be able to keep this momentum to air, to stay playoffs even longer. We'll have to wait and find out. Absolutely. So their next game will be t- today, but it's over in Stratford Academy at 6. Hopefully they can keep that undefeated streak going. So great job to the boys across team on such a great undefeated start to the season. So now also 
keeping it going in the lacrosse section, going into some girls lacrosse. That's right. State, the reigning state champions, our Stars Mill Lady Panthers, have had a very successful start to the season as well. But they have had this one loss that, def- that definitely hurt them a little bit, but not really. They played Lasseter last Wednesday. Very hard-fought match, but there's, but it definitely was the kind of match they needed to lose so they could understand where they're at and be able to improve themselves. I talked about that with head coach Mary Lehman and a, and a, bit, a bit more. And so here's what she had to say after that loss. So the big common trend was turnovers. So you get uh, those who kept on getting stars from getting more goals. What was going on with that? What, what was that happening? It's it really came down to fundamentals. So obviously that's something that they're going to have to work on. Um, you know, just we've had to really not have many opportunities to have outdoor practices because of the weather and then of course it was raining tonight and but you know we can't depend on those excuses as to why we didn't you know take care of the ball and that's ultimately it all really just boils down to that so you got you guys kept it close in the first half what was the message to the team after that tight first half we felt like um, towards the end of the first half, they started getting tight and, and making panic passes, and they, 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 start to, they started to feel the pressure, I think, um, coming down on them. And so we really were trying to reverse that for them and tell them that it was, you know, they needed to loosen up. They needed to you know, have faith in, in their teammates and passing. And, and uh, you know, another big issue is, is ground balls. Um, you know, making sure that when you go after that ground ball, you got to have possession of it the moment you go for it. And um, they, they had they struggled with that tonight for sure. You know, along with those second half things that may have possibly carried in the second half, what what also was happening for you guys to fall behind in the second half? I think that um, truly, I think it was more mental. You know, um, than anything else, I, I think that's something we're going to have to work on. That is a huge component that we have dealt with in the past, and um, in a way, this is is so beneficial to us early in the season um, with a non-area game like this to allow the girls the opportunity to truly now adjust their mental game and um, the fundamentals. That's that's nothing. That's something easily. We obviously know how to catch and throw and pick up round balls. That's not an issue. They're going to they're gonna correct that without a problem. But I do believe that it's the mental part that we're going to have to um, really put some em- emphasis on. Let's talk about that. You got this really this really difficult opponent early on the season. Mm-hmm. How does this loss gauge as learning experience for the team? Oh, it's a great baseline. It's a it's it's a good way to test our girls and to see where they truly stand. Um, you know, if there was any doubt um, about themselves, um, they need to understand that the positives that came out of this is that they absolutely have the athleticism, they have the skill. Um, it's just a matter of collectively bringing it together as a team. Um, and, and playing um, off of each other as opposed to independently trying to make the play, you know, understanding that the team's out there and, and we have to provide support to each other in that aspect. So definitely there's no shame, there's no lingering disappointment or anything. Like they know that there's always something that will be learned after every loss. And it showed this past, this past Tuesday against Trinity because when they went – they went, they went in and won, like, what? 
think it was like 24 to 24 to one, I believe. A pretty, a pretty lopsided affair against Trinity. But definitely, uh, just like just like any Stars Mill sports team, they're about understanding the losses and being able to adapt and learn and find the right way to win. And they they've clearly been doing that, and that's the mark of a state championship team. And if they want to want to get back to that height, they got to be able to do, be able to do that. I mean, obviously, you know, reigning state champs, they've, they're they playing every game with a target on their back. Oh, yeah. And, you know, to win another state championship, you know, they, they got to overcome that tar- target on their back, make sure everyone misses. And so far, I think they've been doing a pretty good job at that. And so their next chance, you could see them play away over in Mill Creek on Saturday the 14th. Varsity plays at 1245. If you want to come out and support your Panthers, they'd really much appreciate it. Hopefully – Girls Across can bring home another state championship over Stars Mill. So now, heading away from lacrosse, going on to the soccer pitch, starting with some boys soccer. Last Friday, they had their first real big region test against Whitewater. I know they've had region games against Jonesboro and Riverdale, but those aren't real tests. Whitewater is really the first real test. So the, the boys game, you know, was a really good, really defensive-minded game. Boys took the win one nothing. Austin Morris was the sole goal scorer for the Panthers. And Andrew Cole was really dominant on the defensive side at goal, stopping, I think, about five shots on goal that easily could have been goals for the Wildcats. So I talked with Andrew Cole after that Whitewater game, and here's what he had to say. Uh, pretty good. I think we performed well, and uh, we did really well defensively, especially. Uh, we just locked it down and played really well. So, you know, speaking on that defensive play, you know, you with the key saves throughout the game, just overall defense played tremendously. How would you feel about that defensive intensity? Uh, I was I was pretty proud of my like my center backs and outside backs for uh, the way they were just like doing with crosses and stuff and things that came along. Uh, and I'm just super stoked that we can get this key region win. Hopefully, go on win, go clean the region. So you know, early region win. You know, how much confidence does this build within this team for the rest of the season? It's definitely a confidence booster, especially against a team like Whitewater. Uh, the main goal, of course, is just go clean the region, especially being McIntosh. It'll be the biggest one. I mean, this this boys soccer team. It's it's been. Heading in the right direction. I know we've talked about Coach Buck a lot in the last couple episodes, but I'm loving what he's doing with this team. I mean, at eight and two start. I mean, it's you can't ask for anything better. And as your first year as a head coach, and definitely, like, I, I think I said this a little bit before, but Coach, you got to give props to the previous coach, Coach Haney, for being able to pass the system down to Buck. And it seems like that he's not only running with it, but also making it his own in a certain way. And that's very exciting to be seen, as with the success early on. Absolutely. You know, this soccer team has seen a lot of success. So tomorrow night, right here in Panther Stadium against Harrison at 8 o'clock, y'all should come out and support your Panthers, man. It's Soccer is such a fun sport to watch. You should really get to really come and see, see their Panthers. And uh, jumping over into some girls' soccer, also had Whitewater on Friday. Uh, another really defensive-minded game, just a little bit more high-scoring. Our girls took the fight to them and took the big win 2-1. to one. I mean, that's that was a statement win. I mean, Whitewater's the reigning state runner-ups. I mean, the, the girls really wanted to win this game and feel, felt like they really should have won that game, and they did. 2-1, to one, Sarah Evans, who's this week's player of the week, two, the two goals for the Panthers. I mean, she, she's a firecracker, Sarah, that Sarah Evans. She is just one of the main real big bombs on that offense that can really get the offense going and really mess up opposing defenses. And even on, on defense, I mean, they had a freshman at goal, Addison Smith, who was who stopped, I believe, four shots and then 
Chloe Spradlin, Mary Jane Gagliano, Hannah Jacoby, all the people on that defense was, were really stopping them. And I talked with Chloe Spradlin after the big statement win, and here's what she had to say. Oh, really, really big key region win here. How do you feel about this win? Right oh, now? I feel so good. I know it was, the game wasn't always going to be pretty, but, you know, we got it done, and we really put our bodies on the line to finish that game out. We know how much, uh, how much this game means to you know, our future, you know, trying to win region and, you know, get that number one seed. And this was a great big step for us. I mean, after last game and now this game, I think we're really flying high and we've got to keep that going up. You know, offensively wise, you know, Sarah Evans just really took control of those two goals for y'all. Yeah, how'd you feel about that offensive intensity in this game? Oh, well, first of all, Sarah's a monster. Like, undeniable. I mean, it's, you you try and stop her and you just, you just can't. <laughs> and then, you know, we had our supporters our, um, our outside mids out wide, you know, making really good runs. We've been working on those in practice, and I'm glad they're really starting to come off. But offensively, I think, you know, we just got to work on being more clinical. But otherwise, I think we're, we've got one of the best offices in the region. So, yeah, just like Chloe said, I mean, they sacrificed themselves on that la those last minutes of that game to win that game. I mean, that's true testament of a great team. Then they also played veterans this past Monday. Big another big statement win in a six nothing win. Sarah Evans with a hat trick. I mean, it was just talk about a team that's going heading in the right direction. I mean, and their chemistry. Oh, their chemistry is just absolutely amazing. There, you can hear them talking from a hundred miles away. That's how loud they're talking. I mean, they talk constantly all the time. And they also play Harrison right here in Panther Stadium at six. This this night's the Friday night's game is honoring 2002 alum Lindsey Weggerson. I believe I got that last name right. Uh, former state champion here at Stars Mill, who unfortunately passed away. So you know it's going to be a definitely a great game. Good good game to honor Lindsey Weggerson's life. So let's get straight into track and field. I mean we don't really we apologize to all the track and field people reading this listen to this, but. We don't have a lot of information on track and field. What we do have, however, is with the girls we got that they won the Wolverine Relays and at Union Grove, and that Ju and that Julia Colson and Janice Lukowski won the pole vault relay. Sarah Goins winning the one hundred and the three hundred meter and the three hundred meter hurdles, the and the four by one hundred, four by two hundred, and four by four hundred teams all finished second and finished and only finishing behind Buford in all three. And the board for the boys. They finished third at that Wolverine Relays event with distance with a distance medley relay consisting of Seth, Seth Miller, Ethan Aguilera, Thomas Hendy, and John, Joseph Mazzillo succeeding, I'm pretty sure, getting first. And Joseph Gibson succeeding in pole vault and long jump. And Devin Barnett clearing six feet in high jump. Definitely, we don't really talk about track and field, but let's but let's face it. There's a lot of talent on in the track and field Absolutely. program. Okay. I I believe we, we were talking yesterday. I'm pretty sure jo Joseph Gibson's about, I think, a half inch off the school record. I think the record's 14.5, and he's at 14 so far. So, you know, I think he could actually really clear it. And, you know, we got so much talent on this team that, you know, we need to you need to come see them. They have their next opportunity. They travel to Kissimmee, Florida for the Cowboy Invitational over this weekend. So you really wish them good luck as they, they head over to Kissimmee, hopefully win some over in Florida now. Going into some baseball, you know they've had some tough competition outside the region, with a couple of couple of good wins there: Denmark, East Coweta, Riverdale, Ola. But 
you know, they still haven't faced some some tough region opponents. I mean, the McIntosh series is coming up. Griffin is always sometimes a little bit challenging, and Whitewater comes at the end of the season. But, you know, I'm looking forward to, to when region play starts into this baseball season. Yeah, we definitely have a, we have a lot of exciting stuff to look forward to because with their pitching core, I mean, let's – for those who don't who don't already know, uh, they lost with baseball lost its starting pitcher Eli Jones, and they've been having to work with the bullpen a lot more. And it's definitely showed, and they've definitely and the bullpen Declan Dunn, Kyle Moore, Ben Mosley, all those guys have been able to step up pretty solidly and be able to do that. And of all things, you wouldn't think it, but the one thing the team has been struggling with. Is hitting. We're just not getting the up. We're just not able to hit the ball, and you you can see that against some of the tougher teams we face. I mean, sure, we limit them to limit them to like four or three runs or something. But what are we doing? What are we doing on our part to get to get it get us in the game? So that's the big question that they need to start looking. That that I talked with Coach Mosley in our coaches' corner, which you can go to the prowlernews.org and watch right now. If you if you so please, you can watch that. Me and head baseball coach Brett Brett Mosley had an interview. We talked about a bunch of stuff. So if you want to go there, go there. But when after the podcast, but so yeah, definitely a few things that that may, that raise a few eyebrows. But we did we do have a lot of things. We do have a few things going, so it's easy to see that we could get these get the stuff figured out and make it work. I mean, even if hitting is a concern, you know, our defense has been really good. Like you said, our, our bullpen with Eli Jones gone for the season has been really stepped up to the plate really well. No, no pun intended. But um, so, yeah, they're next. We got the big Macintosh series starting next week on the March 17th right here at home and then traveling over to Macintosh on Thursday the 19th and finishing it off right here at home on the 20th. And, of course, March 20th is a really big day. For the Panthers. So yeah, good luck to the baseball season as definitely that Macintosh series will be a game, a series to watch. So that is all the sports we have for today. Next time, next episode, we will give you all an update on some tennis and some golf because of course we can't leave those out now, can we? But like I just said, it's a big rivalry week next mm-hmm. week for Macintosh. We got the Macintosh series for baseball. Both lacrosse teams are pay- playing Macintosh. It's just March 20th is a big day, and y'all should come out and support. You want to come out and support? We got we got baseball playing on Tuesday at Stars Mill, Thursday at McIntosh, and Friday at Stars Mill. And if I'm not mistaken, and boys both and lacrosse games are at home on the 20th. So March 20th, mark your calendars. That is a that's going to be an exciting day for for sports in the bubble. Absolutely, what a, what a day, what a time to be a Panther right now. So any, anything else you want to add, Stockhouse, as we wrap up? Go Panthers. Go Panthers, indeed. That is a for sure. So good luck to the rest of the spring sports teams as they pick up traction on the rest of the season. Daniel Stockhouse, Ben Barkley, thank you guys for listening. Go Panthers. Go Panthers.